welcome to our Kingdom Culture Podcast. For today's message, we are thankful for what God is doing through this podcast to encourage and transform lives around the world. If you have a story to share about how God has encouraged or transformed your life through this podcast, we would love to hear about it by emailing us at mystory@kingdomculture.ca. If you would like to support this ministry financially to help us bring messages like this to you every week, you can do so online at kingdomculture.ca at the Give option. We also would love to connect with you on our social media, on Instagram and Twitter at KC Ottawa, and Facebook at Facebook slash Kingdom Culture Ottawa. We pray that you would experience God today and be encouraged through today's message. Enjoy! Hey everyone, Merry Christmas Eve. So glad that you're tuning in to our Christmas Eve experience. And wow, thank you so much to the worship team. That was absolutely incredible. Well, this is our Kingdom Culture Christmas Eve experience online only. No, we did not have a live in-person experience and just because of venue. But hey, soon we are believing, believe with us that we are going to have our own venue and we'll be able to do and resume in-person Christmas Eve type events. It's a lot harder to use uh, our venue on Christmas Eve because we only have the mornings. It's just a little more complex. And so we're coming at you today online for a very short Christmas Eve experience and very short message. Yes, can you believe it? Yes, it's a very short message. I just feel to be real simple today with you, encouraging on this Christmas Eve experience, just to give you a little bit of a reminder of the why behind Christmas, the why behind we celebrate the birth of Jesus around this time, even though he was not born. And we all know that he was not born on December 25th. He was born in the early fall, but we just celebrate as the pagans that we are. No, I'm just joking. We celebrate Christmas or we celebrate the birth of Jesus around this time. Hey, every day should be a day where we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Every single day, every single week, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. We can't celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus without the birth of Jesus. He had to be born first to die and resurrect. And so every day in the life of a believer really is the celebration of birth celebration of death and celebration of life. And it's the life, birth, death, and life of Jesus Christ. And today I want to talk about this idea of the best gift because Christmas Eve or Christmas uh, Day for many people is about giving gifts for your families. Maybe you don't participate in that or maybe you do, but for so many people around the world on a Christmas time, whether it's Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, some do it on Boxing Day, there is a moment where there's lots of gift giving. And there's always that best gift. There's always that gift that stands out amongst the rest, usually. Maybe it's the gift that you didn't want. It's the ugly Christmas sweater. Um, I got mine. I got my Christmas sweater on. I don't know if you can see it. It says here, Brodoff, the red nose Gaines Deer. It's actually a, it's a bodybuilding Christmas sweater. And so I got this on. This is my ugly Christmas sweater. Actually, I don't think it's that ugly. What do you guys think? I think it's pretty cool. But... Um, There's always that one gift that maybe you don't like, that maybe you don't appreciate. Maybe it's a knickknack that you you, you kind of put away in your your storage closet, but you had to be thankful. Or maybe it's that one gift that you've been waiting for. It's the Xbox 360, it's the PS5, it's the new car, it's the new house, it's the, the new whatever it is that you were hoping for, the new bike, the new motorcycle, the new Harley Davidson, or Kawasaki Ninja, whatever kind of bike you like, whatever it is for you, there's always that gift that you would consider the best gift. Well, this whole season really is about the celebration of the best gift himself, and his name is Jesus Christ. That's why we celebrate this season. 
And uh, I just believe this though, that everybody listening has something to give, has something that God put in them from the very beginning. If it wasn't for our creator, we would not have what we have in life. And we've been given gifts, we've been given gifts to give others. Like, and we can't just think about like financial gifts or like monetary or tangible gifts, but we have talents, we have skills, we have personality traits, we have ways about our lives that are a gift to other people in and around our life that they need. And this Christmas, they need you. They need you to be that gift to them. They need you to be, and it's because some people, maybe they're not getting any gifts for Christmas, but the best gift for them is you. Spending a time, spending a time with them, having a meal with them, spending time hanging out with them, whatever it is, you know, loving on them, encouraging them, sending them an encouraging note, an encouraging phone call. They need something that you have. We've all been wired and designed and been given amazing gifts to share. And why not share those gifts during this Christmas season? Be the person that you were created to be. Love somebody the way that God wants you to love them in this season and watch what God does because you have it. Maybe you're, you know, you have musical talent. Maybe you're an encourager, a great communicator. You're hardworking, funny, life of the party. You're generous. You're a great leader. Maybe you're athletic, intelligent, or you're just a very wise individual, or you have some amazing gray hair coming in. Whatever it is for you, I want to encourage you to bring that gift in this season to others because just as we celebrate the best gift, Jesus Christ, God wants us to bring our gifts to those around us. And like I said, not just actual gifts to unwrap, but things that we have to offer. We've all been given amazing, amazing gifts that the world needs. James chapter one says that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. If it's good, it comes from God. If it's bad, it does not come from God. If it's good, it comes from God. And my encouragement is to let that gift be unwrapped and exposed in this Christmas season because the world around you, the people around you need it. Talking about that gift for Christmas that I mentioned earlier that everybody celebrates. It's that one gift that we were all hoping for. I remember growing up as a kid, um, there was always that one gift, that, that special gift, the best gift that I would come out of Christmas day saying, hey, I, maybe it wasn't a lot of gifts, but it was like the one gift that I really wanted a lot, you know? And as I got older, of course, my desires changed and I wanted different things, but I always remember, and I remember uh, at some point in my childhood, my mother, who's an amazing woman, used to write these poems that would lead me to the location of the one last gift that I'd been waiting for. So I'd wrap all the gifts, unwrap the gifts under the tree that, um, you know, that maybe I had asked for them, but there was one that I had really wanted, didn't know if I was gonna get it. Maybe it was a little bit more expensive than was that it was budget for. And and my mom would, she would write these, these little, these poems that at the end of the poem, it would say something along the lines of where it was located in the house. And I remember one year, I received this um, drum case. This, it was a, a hardware drum case that I had wanted so bad for my drum set to ship my drums around because I was always setting up, tearing down everywhere all the time, constantly. And I needed a case, a drum case. I was carrying all my gear in a hockey bag. And so I wanted a hard case and it was super expensive. And I remember she had placed it at the bottom of the staircase and the last part of the poem was all about finding it at the bottom of the staircase. And I just remember it being one of those memorable Christmases. And my prayer is that during this Christmas, it would be memorable, not because of the gift you get, 
from someone, but because of the gift you get to give and because of the gift that you celebrate that is Jesus Christ in, in, in this season and into the new year. And I, I wanted to actually kind of follow my mother's footsteps. And so I actually did it for the first time uh, last year with my kids. My kids wanted, uh, I think all year they'd been talking about getting a Nintendo Switch. And I was like, at first I was kind of against it. I don't want to give them a, you know, a video game console. And then but they'd wanted it, they'd wanted it. Some of their friends had had it, they'd seen it. And I was like, what is this Nintendo Switch? I thought it was like a Game Boy from like the, you know, the, the late 90s or early 90s. And so, uh, you know, done some research and I just, it, at one point it felt like it wasn't going to happen. You know, it, uh, at the time it was a little bit outside of, you know, what we had budgeted for Christmas and, but uh, they'd wanted it. They'd really wanted it really bad. And so I thought, okay, we'll surprise them. We'll make it happen. We found a deal. We made it happen. And I decided to make it epic, to, to make that moment epic. So they had unwrapped all their gifts, all the, the you know, the other gifts that they, you know, maybe had asked for or whatever. Um, and this one big gift, the best gift, which I thought was the best gift, I had written this poem. And I want to read this poem to you. And I thought it would be fun just for today's Christmas Eve experience. This is what I wrote for the Nintendo Switch, just to follow in my mother's footsteps because I wanted to make this a memorable Christmas for them. This is what I wrote. If you look for it, you will find it. Because you believe for it, you will receive it. It may be up or it may be down. It may even make a sound. You wondered when it would be. Today is when you will see. You will scream and maybe even cry. That's the point, so give it a try. You took a step of faith for something big because they actually had given to it. They had given for it. They had been believing for it as well there. They were like sowing in a sense, praying about it. So uh, this is, let me continue on. You took a step of faith for something big and things didn't go as planned. You never stopped hoping. When you use it, you will need your hand. This will be a big surprise, but first you need to find out where it lies. Always know daddy and mommy cares. So take a look at the bottom of the stairs. Here you will find what you seek. It's the perfect gift to scratch that itch. At the bottom of the stairs, there just may be a switch. And they screamed, they read it, they ran, and they ran and found it, and it was just an amazing moment. I think one of my kids even cried, they were so happy. It was an amazing moment. And so, you know, my prayer is like these moments, like during Christmas with families, maybe Christmas is a hard time for you and you're alone and man, we're praying for you and I'm just hoping that you would find peace this Christmas, find hope and find and feel God's presence and love. Even if you are alone, maybe the circumstances say there's no way for you to be with people. My prayer and my heart for you is to remind you that God is with you. My prayer is that you would feel him present with you because maybe this is a time you don't like. And for so many it is. And But I just feel like we can do something in this season to make things extra special by putting Jesus first. The best thing that we can do during this Christmas season is just to be reminded and remember that he is our best gift and he's all we need. And if we can make him the focus, we will have an amazing Christmas season. I really, I really believe that. And moving into the new year, I think it's such an amazing thing to start our new year off strong always, but often the way that we end the year really is a determining factor of how strong we start the new year. And my prayer is that we would remember and realize that Jesus is the best gift. He is the gift that, that needs to be unwrapped every single day if we're going to fulfill our purpose and we're going to win at life and we're going to do the things that God has called us to do 
in life. This season we celebrate generosity, giving, and we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And like I said, even though he wasn't born during this time, we celebrate, it's one opportunity to celebrate him even more during this time. And, and you know, we celebrate the birth of Jesus because he was and is the greatest gift given to humanity. Because humanity made some big mistakes at one point. You know, back in the Garden of Eden, God said to mankind, said, don't eat off of this one tree. You can eat off all the other trees, but don't eat off this one tree. Mankind did it. They ate off the tree they were told not to. And in that moment, in that moment, they really invite, they invited sin into their lives in that very moment. That sin became a roadblock between us and God, not God and us, between us and God. Of course, God, you know, still pursued us and had a plan of redemption since the beginning, but it wasn't until in this time that we're celebrating today, celebrating Jesus' birth, it wasn't until the birth of Jesus that the plan of redemption really began to come forth to fruition, to redeem all that had been lost in the garden over thousands and thousands of years prior. Like this gift of relationship with God, this gift of nothing was hidden before God, this gift of you know, Adam and Eve, they were naked in the garden, that God walked in the cool of the day and, and they were living life, this gift of total, incredible perfection, perfected relationship. It was stolen from them really because of their own choice. And for thousands of years, humanity lived in this place of having to atone for their sin, to come back to God every single time. And now Jesus comes on the scene as this great gift, who is the Lamb of God, born in a manger, swaddled in, in, in clothes that would have been used for, for lambs in this time, put in a manger where they would put uh, lambs, actual firstborn lambs. And here he is, the firstborn lamb to take away the sin of the world, which is what John the Baptist, his relative, saw on his baptism. He said, behold, this is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Well, when he was born, there was shepherds that had these encounters with angels that saw that this would be the beginning of the fulfillment of all that had been lost. This would be the beginning of restoration of all that had been lost in the garden thousands and thousands of years prior. And it says in Luke chapter 2, verse 8, that there were shepherd sheep herders camping in the neighborhood. They had, they had set night watches over their sheep. And suddenly God's angels stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. I love that. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event. This birth of this Messiah who's going to change the game. And he is meant for everybody worldwide, for all humanity. This is the best gift you're ever going to get. This is the best gift you're ever going to unwrap in life. It says this, a savior has just been born in David's town, Bethlehem, a savior who was Messiah and master. This is what you're to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. This was a prophetic, very significant detail that only the sheep herders would have really understood that man, this, this is the Lamb of God. This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is what we would have done to our firstborn lambs. And we, 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 we would have wrapped them in snuggly, this is actually what it says in the scripture, snuggly strips of cloth and swaddled them like a newborn baby. We would, we would have done that for the lambs. And now the Lamb of God, Jesus, is being swaddled the same way and put 
in a, in a trough where we put the lambs. And so they understood this was a very significant, special, uh, special moment. This was truly the Messiah, the King, the one that would take away the sin of the world. This was a very special gift, the greatest gift. And I love what it says, like I said, like I love that it emphasizes meant for everybody. This is that one gift, the most epic gift that anyone can ever receive. It was a promise that new life was coming, change was coming, relationship was being restored once again to God in a powerful way because one day he would die willingly for all of us to have a relationship. It says in John chapter 1 verse 10, he came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people and even they rejected him. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. John 3 verse 3 also talks about unless you are born again, you will not experience or see God. This great gift When we unwrap this gift, this gift of who Jesus is, we unwrap salvation, we unwrap healing, we unwrap redemption, restoration, we unwrap finding ourselves for who we really are. Not how the world's defined us, but we figure out who we really are because we figure out whose we really are. And God has a plan for our life. He's designed you with a purpose. And the only way you can fulfill that purpose is to know him and to know what he's like. Jesus, as this amazing gift, has come for you to find salvation, come for you to find this born again, rebirth experience. And when you let him into your life and you say yes to him, and you acknowledge that yes, he was born, he was born of a virgin, but yet he died a willing sacrifice on a cross and resurrected to new life. When you acknowledge this process and you acknowledge that that he literally is the son of God, God made flesh, that you acknowledge that he is king, that he is God, and there's no other way before him to God or after him to God, that he is the one way truth in life. He's the path to eternal life. When you acknowledge that, you literally unwrap the experience of salvation. That's what we're doing today. We're unwrapping the greatest gift, the best gift. And that's this salvation gift, this salvation for our spirit, our soul, and our body, healing for our body, restoration, redemption for our life. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10 says, For it's by God's grace that you've been saved. You receive it through faith. It was not our plan or our effort. It is God's gift, pure and simple. You didn't earn it. Not one of us did. So don't go around bragging that you must have done something amazing. For we are a product of his hand, or the product of his hand. Heaven's poetry etched on lives, created in the anointed Jesus to accomplish the good works God arranged long ago. Romans 6 verse 22 says, But now you've found you don't have to listen to sin tell you what to do. And I've discovered the delight of listening to God telling you, what a surprise. A whole healed, put together life right now with more and more of life on the way. Work hard for your sin your whole life and your pension is death. But God's gift is real life, eternal life, delivered by Jesus, our master. I love that. God's gift is real life. This is God's gift to you today. Real life. What's real life? Discovering who you are finding Jesus, discovering Jesus in your discovery of Jesus, in your unwrapping of his salvation in your life, in your unwrapping of who he is in your life, making him the focus of your life. In that unwrapping, you discover the real version of you. And for so many people during this hard time, 
Maybe it feels hopeless, it feels discouraging. You're not looking forward to tomorrow, Christmas day, waking up alone, waking up with no one beside you or waking up nobody in your house and you feel all alone, disconnected. My hope is that today, tonight, in this moment, you would remember that God is intimately connected with you, that you'd open up your heart again to him or just be reminded that he is with you today. Maybe you already you already know him in relationship, but you're discouraged, you're struggling in this time. Just be reminded that he is the best gift. And if you continue to unwrap who he is every single day of your life, you will get stronger, you will stand encouraged, and you'll make it through these tough times. And maybe you're watching and you've never said yes. You're watching with a family member who invited you, this online experience. This is a very short message, but just simple one. Just know that the greatest gift that you will unwrap this Christmas will not be found under a tree but it will be found in the person of Jesus Christ. And I wanna encourage you, if you're watching right now and you've never said yes to Jesus being the center of your world, the center of your life, you can do that. It says in Romans 10 that when we confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that he was raised from the dead, we will be saved. It's a starting point. Simply saying, I'm acknowledging and I'm coming into alignment with the finished work. Jesus died and rose again before I was ever even born and needed him to die and rise again. And he's paid the price. He's finished the work. He's dealt with sin in your life. Sin no longer has to be your master. You can live the fullest of life that you're called to live in him, set free, redeemed, reconciled back to him. This is your moment to say yes. And I want to encourage you, if that's you, just to open up your heart and say with me, say, Jesus, I believe that you are God. I believe that you were raised from the dead on the third day. I receive your forgiveness today that you already paid for over 2,000 years ago. Thank you that you paid the price to set me free, to pay off the debt that I could never pay, the sin debt that had me down, that had me paralyzed, that I could never deal with. You paid it off for me. Today, I welcome you into my life. I welcome you, I invite you into my life, and I want relationship with you. I acknowledge that you are the best gift, and that this Christmas, there's no other gift that I can get that's better than you, and I wanna unwrap the fullness of my salvation this Christmas season, moving into 2023, in Jesus' name. Heal me, God. Heal me, fill me with your power. Let this be a Christmas to remember, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that, I want to encourage you, reach out to the email on the screen. We have a gift to send you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Christmas Eve experience. Before we close, I want to say a quick prayer for every family out there, every single person out there, every person that's watching or listening to this, maybe even after. God, I pray that you would give them an amazing, amazing Christmas Eve, an amazing Christmas day in Jesus' name. Let this be one to remember, God. Be close to them during this time. Encourage them, God. Let them see you move in a powerful way in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you, Kingdom Culture. Merry Christmas. Hope you have an amazing Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. God bless you, and we'll see you in two weeks.